The late bloomers tend to have more curiosity. They tend to have more resilience. There are stories and mythology that this country has woven around black men. What if everything we've been taught is just all wrong? What's worth more than this fear right now? And that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being. Listen to deeply personal, insightful, and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers. Listen and subscribe to The Unmistakable Creative wherever you get your podcasts. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Bow, bow, bow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along to the Monday morning episode. Uh, if you're IFS, you get this on Sunday evening. If you're IFS uh, Platinum or Turbo, this will be the second episode you've had since 5pm uh, mm. on Sunday because we'll have knocked out a Tune Machine one as well. I don't know if that's a good advert for the IFS or not. Saying that you get two episodes on a yeah, Sunday evening. Well, because you you can ignore one and save it up for later if you want. You can save it. Or if you've got, no, you've got yeah. time on your hands, have a binge. It's up to you. Have a bath. Have we, a listen to them in the bath. We don't tell you when to listen or how to listen. We just give you the content and you can do what you want with it. Bath podding, Sam. There's a thing. Mm. Could we pod, pod from old baths? Oh, no, do you think? I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that. I feel it crosses a line with our audience. Would you, would you have to wear shorts? Yeah, it's too sexual. I'd have to wear least. like an all-in-one Victorian bathing suit at yeah. the very least, we, we, with, uh, to, with a straw boater. <laughs> we'd have to shut down the, um, the the visual link that we have when we do these. Yeah, audio only. I, I don't think. think people want to hear us in the bath or the I'd shower. Be You'd be surprised, I think. <laughs> well, maybe do a little poll and see if there's any kind of demand for it out there. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Who knows? It's uh, it's Super Bowl night tonight. Oh. Uh, are you going to be staying yeah. up to watch that? Uh, no. <laughs> no. I mean, I, I'd like... I'll tell you what I'd like. I'd like it if I understood the sport enough to get it mm. excited and invested in it and stay up. Because sometimes I have looked at the Super Bowl folk and thought to myself, ah, yeah. quite fun. They're getting in lots of American (laughs) foods, like potato chips and all that. Lots of adverts on. Yeah. Nice and that. And uh, Janet Jackson's booby falling out. It all sounds like a good laugh. But no, um, I just couldn't. It's just it. I just don't get it. But that's not. I've tried tried so many times. I'm not going to insult the sport because just because I don't get it, it doesn't mean it's a shit sport. It just means I don't get it. I don't think there are some people who love all sports. I've got several friends like that. You know, my mm. oldest brother loves all sports. He just sit and watch sport all day. Anything. Yeah, right. he, he loves football most by a mile. His best sport. But he'll also watch his sport. My best mate, right, uh, he will watch all sports and become, like, massively absorbed in it, right? It, like, right. So when the Olympics or the Commonwealth Games are on and you call him and you'll go, like, you, you're coming out. Do you want to you meet up, go for a run or something? Go, are you joking? He'll be like, the fuck it? He'll be like, the equestrian's on. The pitch about to start. It's the semi-final. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. Have you seen it? Oh, it's the most exciting things I've ever seen. And then I just realised one day, I think, yeah, actually, I'm not that into sport. I like football, and that's it. I mean, over the years, there's been moments where I've kind of engaged in, uh, you know, there are times when other sports, tennis, boxing, cricket, have sort of uh, distracted me somewhat. And I can Mm. remember moments in particular, like 
events in those sports where I was like fucking really absorbed up to my balls. I know you love darts and snooker. And again, both of those sports, darts, snooker, you know, back in the day, yeah, I'd stay up watching it with my dad when I was saying it is at the weekend and I've got really fond memories. But yeah, on the whole, I just don't think I've got the, what do they call it now? Nowadays, the bandwidth to be as into other sports as I am into football. But I did once watch... um, a really great drama from the noughties called Friday Night Lights. There's a famous film called Friday Night Lights. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that, But the TV series of it is really like an A1. It's in my, like, top 10. And it was fucking great. It's about college football, which I never realised until I watched it. I didn't realise how big... College football is sort of comfortably as big in terms of attendances and media coverage as... Probably the championship is in the UK. Jesus Christ. It's amazing. That can't be right. That these small towns, they fill out big stadiums, right? And these are just kids yeah. and playing. And they have whole radio stations devoted to it. And it's like the whole town's just obsessed with the college football team much more than whatever the state NFL team is. And anyway, okay. it's a drama about that. And that is the only thing that ever got me into it and taught me a little bit about the rules. And for a while, while I was watching that, I did really get into it, but since then it's drifted. Who's even playing tonight, mate? Um, it's the I think it's the San Francisco Ringadings, right? And the <laughs> um, the California Whizbangs, right? Fuck it out. Well, so, I'm behind the California Whizbangs because I, I like um, that. I've got a baseball cap of them, and the I like the colours. <laughs> and I, I think just whichever team, Tom Brady is playing four will win because oh, that's yeah. generally what happens I think but um, I don't know uh, there's a thing called Freevee which oh, Friday Night Lights is on very um, high recommend, highly recommended stick. from me really highly recommended Very, it's a very old show but um, it's a very old show but yeah. it was one of my all time faves uh, I think it's part of Amazon Prime Freevee so if you if you boycott Amazon we could get on to cut, talking about Amazon later on and boycotting them, couldn't we? Yeah. You've had a bit of Oh, with yeah. Amazon. I've had a bit of Amazon drama that we'll get on to, yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that later on yeah. after we finished our Super Bowl preview coverage. Hmm. Um, See, the, yeah. the San Francisco Giants are a baseball team, right. so not relevant to what we're discussing. But then again, who doesn't just fucking chuck them all in together, all these... Um, American yeah. sports to me it's all the same is that it's all the same they all have the fancy costumes and the hot dogs and the shouting at each other right yeah I uh, you'll have you may have noticed that I as a bald man I favour the baseball cap don't mm. I I'm always I've always got one on um, but the thing is I f- you know it's a bit of a fraudulent thing because I don't I choose the caps really on the basis of more or less on what they look like. I don't have an affiliation well, that's fine. That's, to that's any that's of these right. teams. I know, I know yeah. it's fine. I know it's fine. Yeah. But so most of my, I've got a number, I've got an array of caps, right? Because I like to keep my head warm. And yeah. most of them are New York Yankees caps because I think, well, at least right. I've spent, of all the places in America, New York is comfortably the place I've spent the most time in. I've got mm. I've got my sister, my cousin. I've, I've you know I've got affiliations to New York, but I've never been to a Yankees game. So I mean you know, but I did okay. when I went to San Francisco a few years ago get a San Francisco Giants cap because I was sort of like whatever town I'm in, I'll buy a cap, collect the cap, right, right. 
And uh, there's a in my area, there's quite a lot of Americans actually where I live in Barnes. It's a big American community. That's uh, weird. It, yeah, it's quite weird, but I kind of like it. They, you, but I tell you, one of the many things is I'm not a big Halloween fan. You're not either. But when you go out trick or treating, there's certain streets, the posher streets where the Americans live, where they go to town like you would not fucking believe. They had actors mm. one year outside one house playing zombies, jumping out on you and okay. everything. Mm. So yeah, you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. Yeah, I wouldn't be condoning that kind. Yeah, of you'd probably get me grumpy, of... but I thought it was a lot yeah. of fun. <laughs> and the Americans, on the whole, are fine. But there's this one guy. Well, as I said to you recently, Tucci, Stanley Tucci lives around here. He's just oh, one Tucci's of them. Tucci's local. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's this one guy, and he wears a San Francisco Giants cap, and he's from San Francisco. And right. every time he sees me on the other side of the street, or whatever when I'm walking about, having a little walk mm. about, salmon about the local town. Salmon about your, your locality. I'm just yeah. out fucking salmon about in my San Francisco Giants cap. And he yeah. sees me, he goes, hey. And the first time he saw me across the street, he he, he pointed at his cap. And I thought, what's that right. camp pointing at? Oh, he wants a little fucking go on <laughs> the cobbles, does he? Fair he enough, let's fucking get to it, mate. <laughs> and then he's like, no, the Giants. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm wearing my Giants cap. And I was like, yeah, hee hee, woo, pointed at mine as well. And then he took go that Giants! To, yeah, he took that to mean <laughs> that I, I actually knew what it was. I don't even oh, yeah. know who they are. Why are they, basketball or what? <laughs> and um, now I see him quite a lot and it's got awkward. And I now have to swerve yeah. him a little bit because I'm scared that he's going to engage me and go, hey, what about the game at the weekend, huh? What about huh? them Giants, and huh? I mean, oh, yeah, that was pretty good, wasn't it? Anyway, look over there. Bye. Oh, no, hang on. My dog's just doing a shit, so I can't talk now. Um, so, yeah, you get that. And another guy who I know, who um, who I who I know, who's, who's um, on Twitter, I know him through West Ham, but he's from America, Right, and he saw me. I went to West Ham Everton away, and I happened to be wearing a Boston Red Sox cap. Right? Okay. Don't ask me why I fucking had one. I just did. That was what I decided to stick on my head that day. And he's gone. He's DM'd me because he's seen a picture of me larging it at Goodison, and he's gone. Hey, man! I can't believe it. We both like West Ham and the Red Sox. This is Uh-oh. great. No friend alert. And I, no, but I I do like this guy, right? He's like a mate. Okay, is he is he is he famous? Yeah, is it Stanley Tucci? No, <laughs> no, no. I don't know Stanley Tucci, do I? This guy what? I know, and I'm like, and I said, I just had to say to him, "No, mate, I don't. I've never been to fucking Boston, let alone the yeah. Red Sox." And he goes, "So you're basically like an American who goes around wearing a Manchester United shirt, but doesn't even know what Manchester yeah. United is." And I've just gone, "Yeah, yeah." And then he just went quiet. There was the conversation yeah, was died I, after I said, that. I, I said that's fine because it's 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 the opposite of that thing where young people go around wearing Ramones t-shirts and then they get middle-aged men saying, <laughs> "What's your favorite? What's your three favorite Ramones songs? Huh? <laughs> what's your favorite album by Ramones? <laughs> you so into yeah. the Ramones? Yeah. Fucking. Weird. I don't. I don't. The thing is, I never go. I haven't got a fucking idea, mate. I got a bald head like and I like the look of it. Put it I, on. I'm like, I like the colours. I like the yeah. colours. It's a nice blue hat mm. with a red B on. And my mum's Bren. My mum's name's <laughs> Bren. So I saw, and my dad's name's Baz. So I think that's nice. Makes and me I, think I, of my mum and dad. And the thing is, when you think about it, I've got the cap on my head, so I can't even see it. So it don't matter to me. That's for you to worry about. 
I'm not even thinking about it. I'm thinking about other things. I'm thinking about... Next question. I'm thinking about apples. I'm thinking about my pillows. I'm thinking about Susanna Roths. I could be thinking about anything. <laughs> I wonder when my dog's going to do another shit. I'm thinking... Where? I can't wait for the next nice juicy apple I'll get my hands on. <laughs> A lovely snack. You um, you like otters, otters, don't you, Sam? Yeah, big fan of them. Got some There's, local otters um, who I consider personal friends. Yeah, I've I just put me, me SkyQ box, switched mm. it on today, see what's going on. And you know the homepage where it'll tell you something that's new? Mm. Um, it's there's a documentary series called Uptown Otters. Whoa, that now, sounds is that like not a great like, name for a documentary series. Yeah, it series. sounds like otters, but they live in like a sort of a, a fancy area of New York City. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, here's the here's the description. Just looked it up now. Uh, it's on Sky Nature, I think. In Singapore, smooth coated otters live alongside their human neighbours mm. as different families make various parts of Singapore their own territory. Conflict begins to emerge between the otter communities. That does not sound great. It does. So so the otters will be fighting in this. What channel is it? I think so. I think it's Sky Nature or something like that. Uh, and there's six episodes. Yeah, I'll be looking at that, giving half so a I chance. I recommend that personally to you, Thank also you, mate. to the listeners. Thank you. Yeah, otters are a right laugh to watch. The best thing about otters, in case you care, there's loads of good things about them, but they've got little hands that are just like, they're they like have. little hands like Mickey Mouse's hands. The ones that I've got anyway, which are like the Southeast Asian otters. I think they're from Korea. Yeah. They're my local ones. Yeah. And I don't think they've all got the same paws, but these ones have right. paws that look like, you know, the way Mickey Mouse is always wearing a, like, he's always wearing gloves, isn't he? Actually, massive, I just realised that's a white gloves. Bit, bit noncy, that, isn't it? In a way. It's a bit Michael Jackson-esque, isn't it? I think. Yeah, what you got gloves on for, mate? They're well, just maybe, my maybe. gloves! My Mickey Mouse gloves! Yeah, but what? What are you... <laughs> Anyone wearing gloves year round, right, who even sleeps in his fucking gloves has got something to hide as far as I'm concerned. I got nothing to hide. I'm just Mickey Mouse. Don't you want to come in my clubhouse? No, I fucking don't. Not when you're going around all gloved up, you cunt. I just don't like leaving fingerprints. What's wrong with that? Is that a crime? You know. Well, (laughs) it suggests that there is some sort of crime going on, to be honest, pal, yeah. Well, maybe he's maybe his gloves are sort of padded and enlarged, and he's actually got little otter hands in there. Well, maybe he's got um, hand giganticism, and um, they're so swollen, and uh, that they, he has to oh, wear gloves. They're the on same them. size as the gloves, you think? Mm. Okay, um, I guess we'll never know unless we get him on the podcast. Yeah, we'll get in touch with Disney and ask him. It's to quite difficult to get, but boy, that's a tough booking. Getting him on a podcast, isn't Getting it? Mickey Mouse. It's got one of the Mick hardest Talbot. ever. Yeah. Mick Talbot and Stan here and then we'll go for Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else will be acceptable. Um, while I'm recommending telly stuff, there's a thing starting tonight at nine o'clock on BBC One called The Gold. Oh, um, yeah. I'm glad you brought this up. I read about this. Go on. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, uh, is it the Brinks Matt? Brinks Matt. It's Brinks Matt. But it's written by a fellow called Neil Forsyth, who is excellent, and he's written stuff. Uh, he's written that series that was made in Scotland called Guilt, which you might see been two yeah. series. That. That's really good, and he wrote... Is um, he an actor as well, mate, or is he just a writer? I don't think so. I think okay. he's just a writer. 
But uh, right. yeah, he's, he's good. His yeah, stuff is good, him. and therefore the gold I reckon will be very good. Well, it's a great um, story. A few years ago, I I watched. Uh, I mean, probably I say a few years, probably like ten years ago, I watched a dramatized documentary about Brinks Matt. Right. They don't do many of them anymore. But you know, we're like it's like a doc, but they fill certain scenes with actors reenacting the shit that went down. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hell, the Brinks Matt robbery. When you talk about your favourite robberies, most people, when they talk yeah. about British robberies, you've got the Great Train, you've got Brinks Matt, and then you've got that one where they took off down the river on a speedboat. I can't remember what that one was called, but it was for diamonds, wasn't it? Do you remember that one? That was like, that, that, that was in either, the noughties. The, the, there was, was that the one that was in London? Yeah. And they knit some well, diamonds and then they jumped on a speedboat. It was all old fellas. Oh no, that was that was Hatton Garden. Hatton That's Gardens, the other one. That That's the other classic yeah. one. No, where it's like a bunch one. of old timers. No, but Brinks Matt. I mean, obviously, great train robbery. I've told the story a lot before about how I became. I, I mean, I genuinely became good friends with Bruce Reynolds, who was like that the, the, oh, yeah, the yeah, head said, of yeah. the. Of, and we became good friends over a number of years. And um, mm. I mean, his stories were absolutely fucking sensational beyond the pale fucking stories that he used to tell me over the years not just about that robbery but all of his fun he was a he was the original gentleman thief who dressed in mm. Savile Row suits and cashmere overcoats and sort of hid in plain sight because no one ever suspected him of being a thief because he hung out in all the finest restaurants and bars yeah. and was very and had a very public face but he'd be walking down the street on his way home from a fucking fancy wine bar in Mayfair and he'd see a window half open and he'd just fucking opportunistic, opportunistically jump in through the window because he'd know it was Mayfair so there'd be loads of jewellery <laughs> and cash. Nick it all, jump back out and carry on walking home. They'd hear the fucking police <laughs> sirens coming up around the corner. He'd just, no one would ever stop him. He had incredible Excellent. stories and his stories about the Nick were in, incredible as well. But... The Brinks Matt robbery, when I saw this dramatization documentary a few years back, that 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 is fucking sensational. And that gold that they nicked right. and they got away with loads of it, what they say now is if you've bought any gold at all since nineteen eighty four in the UK, anything, there will be traces yeah. of Brinks Matt gold There'll in that. A bit of Brinks Matt in it, yeah, mixed in. Plus the Docklands yeah. as well, it's all built with Brinks Matt money. Because like the, the tap water's full of cocaine as well now, apparently, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know who's responsible that right? for that. I it's I'm not a, me. I made that up. It's not me. <laughs> might have been when I washed a load away towards the end. <laughs> yeah, I might have made that up. I don't know. Jalapeno. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes... Lots of other marvellous benefits and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash iron filings. Jalapeño. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Jalapeño. Shall we do the custard uh, final? Yeah. Being, well, it's not well, the final. I mean, Can well, I just say what... Well, what? It, it, well, Go on then. Go on then. It's not the Explain final. Explain yourself. It's not final. This well, first. It might be. This first started because Andy had identified um, a big move into the custard market. Mm. Ambrosia, the traditional giants, had done a new brand called Ambrosia. Is it Devon Deluxe? Uh, it's just it's a d- deluxe, I think. Just deluxe I haven't got custard. the can in front of me. I've, so I've brought got, it upstairs. That's what two got that us. I've got. I've brought them in two mugs. Oh, custard in a mug. So that's what got us thinking. And so we thought, we'll, drink we'll, them. We'll, we'll, we'll test it live. But I went out for the live testing, which was a few weeks back, and I couldn't get in. So I got two types of um, high-end M&S custard, yeah. and we did some live tasting, and we decided the winner... And so today we, I was going to test your ones and you were going to test my ones. I think that's how we were going to work. Well, I can it. test yours. I've been yeah. out and got yours. Yeah. Again, I've been out. I've been to. I've been to Asda's. I've been right. to Sainsbury's. I've been to M and S and I've been to Tesco. Yeah. Right. Okay. Over the last two days, tonight I've been to three alone. I've just been now to Tesco, uh, Sainsbury's, and M and S this evening. The, okay. There was four types of ambrosia stuff in fucking in Sainsbury's local. Not one of them was the deluxe, and none of the staff in the shops had heard of it. So I think that the product might not have been rolled out in the south yet because that does happen. They often test products in other parts of yeah. the country. Well, famously, Sam mm. Whisper Bars were, were trialled in the Tain Tees region. There you go. The northeast. They they test um, things in back, the northeast. Back in 1981. So we we got them before everyone else did. Yeah, well, that's it. I think nor- I think the Northeast has been a traditional testing ground for certain foodstuffs, especially sweet ones. I don't know why, but why? I'm I- just asking me Twitter followers if the Ambrosia Deluxe West Country Cream, to give it its name, mm. is available in London, and we'll see. We'll find out in the next few minutes, hopefully. If so, is. just to, I have got, um, I've got the normal Devon custard in a pot, which you tried last time, but I didn't. Yeah. So that's the standard. Yeah. And then I went yeah. from Tesco's and I got 
Very much their rival to the M&S one that you'll yeah, be trying tonight, yeah. which is Tesco Finest Custard. This right. is the one with the... Uh, this is its own black dot variety. Okay. Right, well, I'm sorry, but this is just complicating things. This okay. is just... Just you're giving introducing a bit of background. A new custard. Yeah, okay. well, I mean, I tell you what, you can, you can taste your custards, but you're acting as a placebo. What I've got here is the genuine final. But can you... Can you remember what the ones before tasted like? You haven't got them in front of you. What the ones before tasted like? What do you mean? Have you... you... Well, you no, you, you, I've, you you selected... He's just licking the lid, by the way. Just having a little lick lid. Pot. You, you selected your favourite out of the two M&S. It was the I selected my favourite out of the yeah, Ambrosia. And that's what you've got the now. Deluxe. I've got both you've of You've got those Deluxe now. and Madagascan. Okay, fair enough. All right. Well, I'll just tell so, you for what it's I, I, worth as a little teaser. Yeah. I'm going for the normal Devon Custard first. All right. Can't knock it. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? It's great. I can't knock it. It's quite a... um. It's quite a gloopy texture. There's not a creaminess to it. Yeah. There's almost a jelly-like quality to it. It's quite sweet as well, isn't it? Yeah. It's, you can't knock it, but I have to say, no offence, It's not. there's nothing special. It's bog standard Yeah, but there's nothing custard. wrong with it, is there? There's nothing wrong. It's absolutely fine standard custard. There's nothing yeah. to knock my socks off about it. Now I'm having the Tesco's finest, and you'll notice I'm using a clean spoon for each custard because I don't want to cross-contaminate, right. okay? Right, or... So this is really similar to the in appearance to the Madagascan M&S one in that it's very got pale. Flies in it. Very pale and looks like it's got little flies in it. So let's see. Mm. Much creamier, so not as mm. sweet. Halfway between cream and custard. Right. Mm. It's good, but from my memories of Madagascan, I don't think it's quite as good as the M&S one. Because right. the, the M&S, is, it's, it's called gastropub. Isn't it? mm. It's a gastropub range, for, for yeah. whatever reason. Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do now. That's pub custard. <laughs> yeah, here's what I've got. First of all is the uh, Ambrosia Deluxe, mm. which I enjoyed immensely last time round in the mm. semi-final. Um, we're having all of these cold, by the way. They're not heated up. I actually think I prefer it cold. Apologies if that offends you. It seemed to offend some people in the fucking social media. Did it? Social I media think I world. actually prefer Fuck it off. cold, to be honest. Fucking... Custard fucking wankers. Um, yeah, I'll see again. It's Ambrosia. It hasn't got the harsh sweetness that the regular one that you've just had has got. It's also not quite as brightly yellow. Um, it tastes a lot creamier. Mm, it's magnificent. I think we give it a nine and a half out of ten, or, or at least I did. Mm. So now I've also got the uh, M&S Gastro Pub, which was your choice from last time. Yeah. And it's got the flies in it um, for a bit of character. Uh, I'll give it a bit of a stir. It's not as thick as the Ambrosia Deluxe. A bit runnier. Seems to be a little bit lighter in colour as well. So let's have a little taste of that. Mmm. Mm. Oh. That's that. Mm, that's really good. It's fucking good, isn't it? That's really good. I'm going to have a little bit more. It's not as creamy as the Ambrosia Deluxe, but that, I think, is to its its credit. Mm. A little bit more. I've um, eaten practically half a pot of this Tesco finest. It's Yeah. 
I'm going to go back to the um, the deluxe you again. Can't this is a tough decision. This, this is stuff. a tough decision. Oh Jesus! I can't decide. Well, no, one more. One I'm more. To, I'm, one more. I'm going to have to get some deluxe, and, and I'll be the deciding vote. Well, um, it appears to not be available in London yet. I wonder if Amazon have got it. Let's have a look. Um, you could. Oh, you could get some sent down from somewhere. Custard Someone Deluxe. says try B&Q next to Deluxe Magnolia. Ha, okay, ha. they've got it on Someone Amazon. Else. Someone else says, I thought that was paint. Someone else says, why does it look like a tin of paint? Oh, I see. We've got some fucking comedians, have we? Oh, you should see the state of my fucking reply. We're going to invite you on our fucking podcast. Mm. Mm. I'm, I'm calling it. You, oh, you know what it reminds me of now? I'm having a little bit of a extra taste it reminds me a little bit of melted ice cream the MS. yeah yeah vanilla ice and, cream and I'm gonna go back to the deluxe ambrosia yeah the ambrosia gets it okay the ambrosia gets it because of that melted ice cream kick that I got from the um well oh, that the put you off I thought you were, I thought you were gonna like that well I'd like it but it's it seems derivative if I Listen want to melt the ice cream, I'd melt some ice cream. I'm I just found it, it on Amazon, and yeah. I added it to my basket. Yeah. But it says it's a subcontracted one. So once you add it, it comes right. up and goes, this will be delivered to you by Morrison's. Right. That's a northern supermarket, right? It is, yeah. Um, and then it says, and you think, all right, fair enough. And now I realise they're going to send it all the way down from fucking Leeds or somewhere, one tin of custard. We got some global footprint. fucking twat down in London <laughs> who's ordered one tin of fucking custard. What's he think? What? The petrol alone is going to make this not worth it. What's <laughs> a cunt? So it says underneath. Is he a fucking podcaster or something? One tin of custard. What the fucking? What's the matter? What goes on in these people's heads? It <laughs> says underneath, though, for delivery at no extra cost, just add... £37.65. Fuck off, well, buy, buy, buy another 20 tins of it. <laughs> buy, buy another 20 tins. No, listen, here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking. Um, live shows are coming up. Mm. You'll be in the north. You'll be in mm. Manchester. You'll be in Liverpool. They'll yeah. have them there, I reckon. Mm. So we could get you some and you Not can try Liverpool. it live on they stage. No, they won't have it. They'll have their own custard in Liverpool. Uh, oh, yeah, you're yeah. right, of course. Yeah. They'll call it something else. Um, we don't need that crap up here. You can have scout custard if you want. <laughs> it's got mince in it. <laughs> um, but in Manchester, maybe. But we'll, we'll get some somewhere. Or I'll bring some down. You know what I mean? I'll bring some to wherever. I'll bring some to fucking Brighton, mate. That's what fucking I'll do. Now you can talking. eat some on stage in Brighton. No, I'll bring it to fucking London for your birthday show. Oh, birthday That's custard. what I'll do. And, birthday custard. And if you're coming to the London show, get ready, because I'm going to fucking eat custard on stage. That's there right. You go. Live custard eating, right? Shit just got real. Take that, no such thing as a fish, right? This is fucking live podcasting like you've never seen it before. Come one, come all, and see <laughs> Sam Delaney eat custard live on stage in London this April. And it's a Saturday night as well. What could be better? Oh. If you're not from London, come and make a weekend of it. So, there we are. That's the custard thing. Um, quick, uh, do you want to just tell us about your Amazon problem that you had? 
Yeah, so the, the book, for, thanks again to everyone who's bought the book. The responses on it on social and everything have been amazing. It's selling well. It hit bestseller status by Saturday morning. Nice. Great. Fucking buzzing off it. But then the publisher calls up. The, the boss at the, over mm. at the publisher. On a Saturday fucking morning, I said to him, I was out walking the dog. Mm. That just as he called, she was curling one out. And I said to him, I didn't tell him, because he's quite posh. I thought it might upset him. It's right, yeah, doing yeah. what? I said, <laughs> my dog is curling one out. I'm trying to set the scene for you. That's what I do, see. I'm a writer, ain't I? Oh, I'm going to have to cradle the phone that? between my neck and my shoulder while I'm picking it up with the bang, all right? I'm picking it up. My hand slips and goes in the shit that I might have to disappear for a minute, you know, to wipe it off on a dock leaf or some grass. You know how it is, <laughs> don't you, mate? Oh, I see. Oh, it's an inconvenient time. Is that what you mean? Yeah, sort of. Ah, but no. you all right. Go on, son. Crack up. Looks, what is it? Looks, must be important if it's a Saturday. That's what I said. I said to him, listen... If the fucking gaffer calls me up, right, on a Saturday morning... So John Publisher. It's either fucking good, it's either really fucking good, or it's really fucking bad. Really so which bad. is it? Yeah. And he went, well, look, it's a bit of both. He went, you know, you're, you're doing well. And I'd got up to 29 <clears throat> in the overall book sales in Amazon in the wow. country. Right, fucking hell, which nice I was one. not expecting, and they fucking certainly weren't. Right, they were not Brilliant. fucking expecting that over Brilliant. the publishers. I think they thought, "Who's this cunt? Yeah, we'll give him a little book, see how it goes." So he's fucking buzzed into action. He's gone on there to check where I am. I'm at twenty nine, but there's only one review for the book, and it's a one star review. So he is suddenly like, suddenly he's taking the old project seriously, right? Mm. And he's like, "Fuck." He said, if there's loads of people going onto the site to but to look at this book, because it's been talked about on social media or whatever, being recommended, then it's then people will be going on there thinking, ah, I might give it a go. And then the first thing they see is one average rating, <laughs> one star. So, I've, yeah. so he thought to himself, why the fuck? Who's this cunt who's giving it a one star rating, right? Probably one of my many nemesis. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, Millwall's your first thought, but Ob- obviously, yeah, it could be any number of cunts. Um, and it turns out, right, that someone, some ingenious um, scam artist, has gone on, and apparently, this is quite common. They've printed out the cover of my book, right, and they've stuck it onto an exercise book, right, of lined paper, right. And then they've put it for sale on Amazon saying, sort your head out, paperback. There is no paperback currently available. There will be later in the year, right? Mm -hmm. And they've made it cheaper than all the other one, than the Kindle and hardback, the the official ones. So basically you search for the book and your eye just scans down and you go, oh, I'll have that one. That's the cheapest one. And you click on it. Nothing in the description describes it as a real book, right? So, So technically they haven't lied, right? The yeah. book, the book arrives. You've been <clears throat> done over. You've paid fourteen quid for a fucking exercise book with a shitty print out of my cover, right? Now, yeah. all's fair in love and business. This bloke's a scam artist. Amazon are going to take it down, although they fucking have taken their time about it, right? Um, but I thought, I must have some more custard while I, they're telling us. I this. thought to myself, ah, 
not a bad scam. Quite smart. I'm a bit annoyed. I might have lost a few sales, but whatever. But yeah. that wasn't the thing that was annoying, Andy. The thing that was annoying, right, was that some silly cunt who's fallen for the what? scam, right, some silly boss has fallen for the scam <laughs> and they bought the book and the book has turned up, right, and it's a, and it's a scam book. And rather than just think, oh, fuck, I've been scammed, they have taken to fucking Amazon. They've got on my page, not the scam artist page, my page, and they've given it a one-star rating and gone, actually, this book isn't very good. When you open it, there's no words at all. <laughs> right? And I'm like, you absolute fucking cunt. You've been scammed, and you're not even complaining to the scammer. You're complaining to me. I've got nothing to do with it. And as a result, every fucker landing on my Amazon page is just seeing a one-star review. <laughs> so I, I was fuming. The publisher was in a panic. He said... Could you ask some people maybe to review it if they're buying it? <laughs> so you kindly did. I, I saw your review. Thank you very much for it. I, I panicked and just got in touch with you straight away. Andy understands the internet. Maybe <laughs> he'll know what to do. <laughs> do you know? Hey, it's Andy, social media. He'll know what to do. Sorry, Andy. Just a quick one. I know it's Saturday, but do you know anyone who's in charge over at the internet? Because I've got a couple of problems. But since then, and I want to say thank you to everyone, because I know a lot of it was the top right cancer community has gone on there and done lovely reviews and given it yeah, So we have remedied now. the situation. Yeah. But I was, it was, um, I suppose, uh, the best way I'd des- uh, describe it, mate, is as annoying. Mm. I was annoyed. Well, it's, it, as I said to you at the time, it's content. And that's it the is, main yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. And I'm now going to delete that tweet about the fucking custard because the replies are getting right on me fucking nerves. Oh, I just did a custard tweet. Um, Someone said they've seen it in Asda, but I don't know whether that was in London or not. You know, it it might not have been. Sometimes people are a bit hard of understanding. Okay. But the worst thing, mate, about this episode, which I've enjoyed, is I'm not joking. I'm going to show you this in case you don't believe me. While we've been talking, look at that massive tub of Madagascan custard. You've gone right through it. Yeah. Fuck me. Can you see how much I've eaten? I've eaten I half. I can't lift it up a little bit. I'm embarrassed to go back into the house no. because the, my <laughs> wife and children saw me going across the... I'm just yeah. going across the garden to do some podcasting. They go, why have you got custard. Two, they go, why have you got two tubs of custard, Dad? Uh, no reason. Goodbye. <laughs> right. And I'm going to come Look back. Look over there. There's a fox. <laughs> they're going to come back and they're going to go, what's, what's with the custard? Oh. You fucking eaten half a tub of custard. I've been round my mum's for Sunday lunch, so I've already had some fucking pudding. Oh, I, I, um, I spilled it. Don't know. I'll tell you because I've been very busy and stressed. You know, various things in the book and all that good stuff. But been a busy, big week. good, yeah. good stuff. But busy and tired. Um, I've noticed what I do is Andy. You know what I do? I eat my feelings. What? I eat my feelings. You eat your feelings. I've been very healthy for the last like six months. I lost weight. I've yeah. been keeping off sugar. These last two weeks, yeah. I've been every rule I've broken. I've been eating my feelings, mate. It's simple as sugar that. Sugar frenzy. I've been going. I'm, yeah. It's not quite back to the go puff days, but yeah. I tell you what, it's touch and go. I've had about well, four pizzas this week. So similar here. Similar stuff going on here because I've really drastically cut down my alcohol intake. Yeah, since January, I mm. didn't do dry January or anything like that. I didn't pack it in all together because uh, I really enjoy it. 
but I've cut it right down like yeah. one or two nights a week and the rest of the time I won't have any but yeah. fucking hell sweets and sugar intake through the yeah. roof oh yeah that, that's the bit I mean when I my first year of not drinking I people say I mean I maybe shouldn't say this but people go oh it's great because you lose loads of weight that actually is not always the case in my first year <laughs> of being sober I actually gained a bit of weight because I was eating yeah. so much and I've seen that and the, when my brother gave up last year for a little spell he just did it for us for about six months. But fuck me, he was demo- I went to see him and he was fucking getting through box loads of those ice cream Snickers. Like, like <laughs> he'd eat a box at a time. Ice cream Snicker, ice cream Snicker. I heard him say to his wife at one point, is it time for my ice cream Snicker yet? Because he'd be looking at his watch all day. Now people think, is it, is it six <laughs> yeah. o'clock? Can I have a cocktail? He was like that about yeah. the ice cream Snickers. And that happens yeah. to a lot of people when they're off it's the booze. It's complicated, booths. isn't it? Yeah, it, yeah, is. But it and don't, is. And don't beat yourself up about it either. Just, no, just no, no. Do your best. You, sometimes it's a case of whatever it takes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course it is. Self-care. Yeah. Right, that's it from this one. We're going to be back throughout the week with... Uh, we're still on the three R's, which are, of course, Rabies, Rod Hull, and uh, Roy the Rovers. Um, what what a time to be alive. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, go and watch The Gold if you're getting this episode. Uh, they've already started by the time I put this out, so watch it on iPlayer. Uh, watch The Otters, Uptown Otters, and um, watch well, those Rabies. It just keeps making me think of Prince. Films. That's one of my favourite Prince songs. I think it's one of your favourite Prince songs as well. Uptown, Uptown. Otters. Well, uptown, but I yeah. think he was singing about yeah. otters. Yeah, yeah, I could do a, re- a remake, re- the cover <laughs> version of it. We'll sing it at the live shows. Uh, tickets still on sale, by the way. Get involved. Um, Saturday night custard night in the centre. Oh, my birthday special with live custody in. Oh. You know, it makes sense. All right, thanks very much. Goodbye. Goodbye. bloomers tend to have more curiosity they tend to have more resilience there are stories and mythology that this country has woven around black men what if everything we've been taught is just all wrong what's worth more than this fear right now and that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being listen to deeply personal insightful and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers listen and subscribe to the unmistakable creative wherever you get your podcasts